Hello and welcome to the Modesta Mahiga 360 Leadership Podcast. Welcome everybody. Today is going to be one of those, you know, when I was preparing it, I was thinking this is going to be a somewhat heavy session, right? Because we're talking about the price of leadership, but I think it's one of those topics that leaders truly need to have for them to remember why it is they're here, what it is they're aspiring to do and what it will look like to not only have um, the strength to see themselves through their leadership journey, uh, but also <laughs> to be able to, um, to have impact, to be able to make a difference as a result. So today we're talking about the price of leadership. Before I delve into this topic, I'm going to ask you, as I do every single week, if you would please subscribe to the Modesta Mega 360 Leadership Podcast on Apple and Google, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube. We have our own Modesta Mega 360 Leadership uh, Podcast YouTube channel and leave a review especially when you've stayed to the end of the podcast episode and you're thinking this was exactly what I needed. Or isn't this a conversation I was having with somebody just last week? Or actually, I was about to go to go into coaching or training for this thing. Thank you so much for addressing it. So if I am addressing the things that you think are really, really important to you as a leader, or you think is like the leadership topic of the times, then do let me know. You can also let me know of topics that you would like me to address, and I will make sure to do that in upcoming episodes. So into today's topic, get your tea, get your water, get your coffee, whatever it is that you need. I've got my water close by. We're talking about the price of leadership. And this is what I, I, I ultimately summarize the price of leadership to be, and that is you making a focused investment today for greater peace, prosperity, influence, and impact tomorrow. The price of leadership is focused investment today for greater peace, prosperity, influence, and impact tomorrow. Because you cannot reap what you don't sow. And we have been duped to think that it is enough to be on the leadership seat. Because I am a leader, then I'm going to be listened to. But you're not going to be listened to because you're a leader. You're going to be listened to because you have so um, related with others that you have built the credibility, the relatability, the trustworthiness to influence them. That is leadership. And I've been covering that on previous Modesto Mega 360 Leadership Podcast episodes. So the price of leadership is your investment today so that you can reap returns tomorrow. Returns in peace, returns in prosperity, returns in influence, and returns in impact. Who would not want to have that? I cannot imagine who. But what does that look like then? What does it look like to make the investment, right? To pay the price of leadership today so that you can reap those benefits tomorrow. It looks like being very purpose-driven. And I brought one of my books because I speak about purpose. And I'm not sure if you guys know, I've also written several books. I've written 10 books now. And one of them is Start Now with Purpose and a Master Plan. And in this book, which I then use as the manual for my um, master plan class, I have a program that has seen through close to 250 leaders 
in over a two-year period. They went through this group coaching uh, that is part of this. Start now with purpose and a master plan. And I called it the master plan class. And that really tells you, listen, if you want to be a leader, right, that is going to enjoy peace and, and, and prosperity and influence and impact, then you have to be a leader that invests in discovering your purpose. Why on earth am I on earth? What did God put me here to do? How am I wired? What is my life supposed to count toward? When I am lying in that casket, 120, 125 in my case, I want to live to be 125 years old, lying in that casket, what will be the sum of my life? From the day I was born to the day that I leave, what would that dash in between have accounted to? And this isn't a question that you just come up and make up. You were created on purpose for purpose. So obviously we're going back to our creators. They God, why am I here? You know, I want to be a leader that is invested as a leader. That's not just living any which way, just grabbing whatever opportunity comes by, but truly a leader that understands that because I'm here by design, I also want to live by design. Right. And so you're going to ask yourself, why am I here, Lord? God, why am I on the earth? The second thing that a leader uh, who, who really wants to be a leader that lives on purpose, that lives by design, asks themselves is then what is the vision of what it will look like when I've accomplished what I was put on earth to do? We don't ask ourselves this question enough. We hustle, we pull, we push, we mobilize, we recruit. Like we are part of all kinds of things. We level up, we get into networks, we're doing. But what at the end of the day is all of this hurrying and scurrying and doing amounting to? Do we have a picture of what it will look like when we have done what we have come here on earth to do? What is the vision? of me saying, and there, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm about to quote scripture here. What is the vision of me saying, I have glorified you on earth by completing to the last detail what you put me here to do? Oh, my word. This is from John 17, 4. Jesus said, I have glorified you on earth by completing to the last detail what you put me on earth to do. So you can actually... Get to know the vision for your life and complete it to the last minute detail. That is mind-blowing to a lot of people. You can find out exactly what it'll look like when you get there. So for instance, I have this vision of globally competitive African leaders leading Africa as the superpower, the global superpower, the leading economic region in the world. I have that vision. So when I am done with what I'm meant to do, I should be able to see that as a reality, or I should be able to have, to have so built something that even if I leave, I know this is what I have left. I know this is what is going to carry on as a legacy, right? So it is key as a leader. The price of leadership is getting clarity on your vision. 
what are you doing? Are you just getting a job and you're going to grow in that area and then, you know, maybe become well known in your industry? Are you starting a business and then you're going to do, you're going to get really business savvy. You're going to make a lot of money. What will it look like? Because one of the questions that then comes with that is how will you know it's enough? How will you know you've done enough? How will you know you've done what you're meant to do? How will you know, oh my goodness, I'm so far behind. I mean, you're meant to measure what your leadership is meant to do. And how will you know if you don't have a vision of what it will look like? How will you know enough is enough? How will you know you are falling behind? How will you know you're ahead of, of your timeline? How will you know if you don't have a vision by which to compare where you are now to where it is that you want to go. And I think it's noble. Many of us, you know, we're in the going, we're serious, we're purpose-driven, we're doing stuff. But what is it toward? Because every single decision you make today is a means to an end. It's not an end in itself. Every single job you take, every single business you start and you grow, it is a means to an end. There's an ultimate end that's bigger than yourself that you're working toward. And it is key to ask yourself, what, what will it look like? How will I know I'm actually done here? There's another scripture that says, when David had finished, had served his purpose in his generation, he, you know, he, he lay, you know, with his father's meaning that he, he passed away. Right. And then he was buried uh, with his forefathers. Right. So, oh, David finished when he had completed his purpose in his generation. It was time for him to go. And so he slept and he was buried with his forefathers. So this, this thing's, you know, I told you today's heavy. This is why, you know, I got my glass of water. If you need a drink, you know, get, get what you need today. Today, today I might talk even a little bit slower today. Today we're going to, we're going to take our time with this because as leaders, it is key for us to know why we're here, where we're going, because otherwise, where are we taking people? Where are we actually taking people if we do not know where we're going and what it will look like when we get there? Now, often with corporate visions, that's a little easier, right? Maybe you, you fall into a corporate vision that was already established before you came in, or maybe you create, you create one yourself if you're the one who's the founder of an organization. And with corporate visions, it's kind of easier, right, to say, this is where we're going with the corporate vision. But as a leader, as an individual, where are you going? Where are you taking people who allow you to have access to them, to influence them? That is key for you to know. And the third thing for you to know is that, okay, so what's the mission? How am I going to get there? Right? I have clarity. This is why. This is the purpose for which I'm on the earth. This is the vision I'm meant to accomplish while I'm here. This is the mission. This is the vehicle. It is, it is key. Remember, the price of leadership is focused investment today so that you can reap, right, returns in greater peace, prosperity, influence, and impact tomorrow. So that how are you getting to the vision that you see for yourself as a leader? How are you going to get there? What is it that you're going to do? And of course here, you know, there are going to be elements of, of career or business or ministry. Many things will come in as, you know, your assignments to get you to fulfill your mission. But it's, it's important to know that. And you will see as I continue with this episode today, it's important to know that because then it guides your career and business and financial and relational and community priorities. 
When you have clarity on purpose, on vision, on mission, it then guides you on what it is that you're going to do. So why am I here? What is it I'm meant to accomplish? What will it look like? How will I know? Right? How will I know I've gotten here? How will I know I've accomplished the vision? And then what's the mission? So what's the vehicle? If you are going to get to a country, maybe a, a country that borders where you come from, you could drive there, you could fly there, you could even walk there if you choose to, you could cycle there. There's so many ways of getting to a certain destination. If your vision is your destination, your mission is how you're going to get to that destination. It's the vehicle you're going to use. And it's key as a leader. It is a price of leadership to know how you want to get there because then that starts making choices toward what you're going to preoccupy your days with, what job you're going to take, what organization you're going to work with, what, what um, business you'll start, what market you'll serve. That is key. And then another thing that, that is really important for you to know is your values. What are the principles? What are the priorities? What are the preferences of your life? That determines how you spend your days. That determines who has access to you and access to what and to what extent. That determines um, where you invest your finances, where you invest your energy. Because for every single yes you make, every single thing that you choose to invest your attention in, you are actually saying no to something else you could have done at the same time or with the same resources. Opportunity costs, right? So for every single thing you're about to say yes to, if I choose this dress, it means I've chosen not to wear another dress. If I choose to be live with you right now, it means I've chosen not to be doing my MBA homework, for example. If I choose to invest money on a program that's going to, um, that, that's investing in my business, and like the past two months I've invested in three. That means we're not going to then use that money maybe to recruit another person. Or we're not going to use that money to in, invest it back, you know, to, to yield returns for the business. So for every single yes, for every single thing, and, and not just the big decisions, absolutely every single moment of your day, whatever you choose to do, there could be something else you could have done. It could be something else that could be equally lucrative to you that you could have done but you've chosen to do this. So there has to be a reason why, a compelling reason, a stronger reason why you're investing. You're here listening to me. Why are you listening to me rather than doing something else? And just in case some, some of you are like, actually, why am I doing this? Let me go. Don't go. But right, you choose to do this. Why? Because you must see it as an investment toward your future. You must see it as an investment toward your leadership growth. This is why you choose to do this rather than watch TV or whatever else that you could have been doing, taking a nap even. Then in, in, in building yourself, in, in discovering your priorities and where to invest, you also then want to have measurable indicators of progress in, in goals and strategies. So this is why I'm here. This is what it looked like when I get there. This is how I want to get there. And this is how I'm going to measure my progress, right? In goals and strategies. Now, we cannot have every single thing as a goal. 
So because this is my purpose, because this is my vision, because this is my mission, because these are the values, the principles, the preferences, uh, the, the priorities of my life, given who I am as a leader and where I'm going, given the investment that I'm willing to make today, the focused uh, investment I'm willing to make today so that I can yield greater peace and prosperity, influence and, and impact tomorrow, these are the goals I will set for myself. Your goals are not separate from your purpose and your vision. I'm not just going to set, let's say, weight loss goals. For what? Okay, I want to lose weight. I want to be healthy. Okay, I, I want to live long. Fine. But that, even that is a means to an end. Financial goals. For what? Why is that a financial goal for you? Why is that amount or that instrument that you're investing in? Why that and not another? And when you continue asking yourself why, by the way, this is when you know your motivation. When you keep asking yourself why, you will find out what is driving you. You will hear yourself saying things like, I know why I'm here. I know what I need to accomplish in this life that I have. And because that is where I must go, I know where I know what I need to leave my children. I know how I want to leave my generation in terms of impact, in terms of legacy, in terms of passing the baton to this vision that God has given me, because that is why these are my goals. These are the strategies. So you find things like plans, things like schedules, things like budgets. The reason why we have them is because we want to have parameters. We want to create boundaries to keep us in our lane, to keep us progressing. The price of leadership will always be focus, focused investment. So all of a sudden, because I know I am a leader, because I know I'm a purpose-driven leader, because I know I am a transformational leader, because I know I am a leader that wants to do things that are greater than myself, that I want to leave something in my organization, in my industry, in my, um, in my generation, in my community, in my lineage, then these are the priorities for my health the priorities for my relationships, the priorities for my um, finances, the priorities in my career, in my business, in the way I you know, connect with others in community, in my industry. Because you're purpose-driven, you know that you need to focus. And I want to, I want to go into the next area of, of leadership. And, and I know we often jump to leading others, but I think self-leadership, self-governance, self-stewardship is the foundation for you to be able to lead others well. And you're going to do others a disservice and you're going to fall flat on your face if you go out to focus on leading others when you cannot manage yourself, when you cannot regulate yourself, when you cannot hold yourself accountable. So First, find out why you're here, where, you, where it is you're going, how you want to get there, what you stand for, and, and what goals and strategies you're going to put in place to make sure that you get there. And then you're going to hem your life with boundaries and parameters that say, listen, I understand for every yes, I'm actually saying no elsewhere. Every place where I put my money, I'm saying no to putting my money somewhere else. Even investing your money is saying you don't, you don't have money available today for you to spend. Investing in certain relationships, it's saying that I am I am prioritizing this person or these people 
which then means this person or these people don't have access to me, which is why I often say this is the order of relationships to me. God first, then me. People are like, oh, not your spouse. No, me first, me next. Why? Because how well I am will then determine how well I can relate with everybody else. You cannot lead others better than you lead yourself. And so I am next, then my spouse, then my children. I've had people say, how can it be? Your spouse is fine. Your children next? No. I am in a marriage. In my marriage, the two of us are grooming our children and preparing them for what God has for them. How well I relate with my husband is going to help my daughters a whole lot more than if I prioritize them against him, regardless of how the relationship can be going. So God first, then me, then my spouse, then my children, and then everyone else. You're like, what do you mean everyone else? Yep. That means my siblings. That means my parents. That means his parents. That means his siblings. That means community. Everyone else then after that. Why have I put it that way? Because often as leaders, we take leadership as a public facing role because we're here to serve our generation and our industry and our organization. And we, we give ourselves and our families a back seat. So there is no reward for a leader that is celebrated publicly, but those who are meant to be the most important relationship in their lives, those who are meant to be the people who should, who know them best, right? Who, who have invested in them most. And they're like, yeah, okay, so much for that. I know they're putting on a public front, but we are not happy. We know them well. They are not like that with us. You might look good in public, but that that is a stain on you. And, and that is not scoring any, any lasting, any eternal points um, in, in the largest scheme of things. So it is key for you to prioritize your relationships. And that means then you're also going to be very discerning when it comes to working with others. You're going to be very discerning in who you invest in and what it is you invest and the boundaries of those relationships. So I let me get into, into um, being in relationship with others. Because you know that you're making an investment in your focus, right? Everything now is a means to that end. Because you're focusing your, your time, your health, your relationship, your, your um, energy, your finances, because you're focusing, choosing what you say yes to and choosing what you say no to so that you can get somewhere as a leader, right? This is a price of leadership. Focus investment today so that you can reap the returns in peace, prosperity, influence, and impact tomorrow. Then you're going to be focused on who you recruit who you allow to come into your leadership space, into your personal and into your leadership space. Because for every yes you put in relationship, you're saying no, not just to other relationships, you're saying no even to you and what you could be doing on your own. So you're going to recruit, and I would say this, when I'm talking about organizational leadership, I would say recruit first for character, 
second, for connection, and third, for competence. In my 20 plus years of leadership, I have seen many competent people, including myself when I started out. I was competent, but I needed to be chiseled in character and in connection with others. And I believe I have seen many people who are great. They could be superstars. This is that one person you're going to be so excited is on your team. But if they're not people of character, if they're not people who can get along with other people, that superstar is going to be a thorn in your flesh, is going to be a thorn on the team, is going to bring toxicity, and it's going to, it's, it's going to produce low morale in everyone else. And so if you're going to be a purpose-driven leader that understands that I'm, I'm, I'm steering this team, I'm steering this organization somewhere, you're going to be mindful of the kinds of people that you bring along as regards to leading others. You're going to re recruit first for character, then connection with others, and ultimately competence. Because you can train people for knowledge. You can train people for skills. That can always be imparted. You can do it in-house. It can be on-the-job training. It could, it could be, you know, you take, them, you take them externally. But character and connection, those are things that you're not going to easily change in a person. You're not going to change who they are and who they've always been. You're not going to change personalities and, and dark sides and experiences and, and traumas and, and upbringing and, and culture in a person. You're not going to change how they are with others if, if you know, they're going to be, I can't use that word, if they're gonna, not going to be so nice with other people, what is it you're going to do, right? And so these are some of the things. This is a price that you have to pay. You're thinking that person is really great, but that person looks like they're going to step over everybody else just to get the results. And I do not want the results that badly. I do not want to be a leader that allows for a toxic environment, nor do I want to be the leader that creates a toxic environment. So I am going to govern myself. I'm going to steward myself well. I am going to be an exemplary, exemplary leader in my character, in my connection with others, in my competence, and I am going to require that of people, which then means... You're also going to be a leader that is ready to discipline and even terminate based on character, based on connection with others, because you understand that you're going somewhere. You're taking these people somewhere. They have allowed you to have influence with them. They have allowed you to guide them toward a certain destination, and you're going to safeguard that, that relationship, that trust by making sure you do not allow in that leadership environment anyone or anything that will harm them and that will ultimately sabotage the mission. This is the price of leadership. Another area that's really important for you to know and, uh, um, in the price of leadership is you will need to train and you will need to coach and you will need to mentor and sometimes we just wish people would just show up and hit the ground running, but it is unfair of us as leaders to expect people to come in and hit the ground running when there is a culture that we have that we want to promote, when there is a way that we do things that is different from the way other organizations do things. And so training, coaching, mentorship 
is going to be key if you're going to get not just yourself, but get the people that you need, the support system that you need to ultimately achieve what you what you set out to do. And I want to rest here for a little bit. Working with people is hard. Investing in people, focus investment in people today so that you can reap greater peace, prosperity, influence, and impact tomorrow is not for the faint at heart. This means that you may have to repeat things. This means that you would have to overlook things. This means that you would have to get out of what you're doing to go support another. This means that there are times that you're going to have to cover a person, not on, on, on legalities or on, on issues of ethics, but in even issues of incompetence at times, you're going to have to cover a person and as a leader, stand accountable and take the blame for things because you believe that this person maybe made a mistake in sincerity, that this person needs help. You can see the diamond in the rough. You can see the potential this person has. And so you go the extra mile, not once, not twice, countless times, so that what you see in this person can be birthed, so that what you see in this person can be unearthed. This is the price of leadership. You're making focus, determined investment today in yourself, in others, so that you can reap the returns tomorrow. Sometimes leaders are all too quick to judge, to criticize, to discard others because they just want somebody who can produce the results and they want it perfectly. And I get it. I have been that leader forever. But I am grateful for the grace that allowed me to get out of myself and out of my selfishness and to get out of um, what I wish was done yesterday. Yes, I understand we're meant to be globally competitive, but I am telling you the returns of investing in a person that sees themselves struggle, yet watches how relentless you are in helping them get there because you truly believe, you truly believe you're seeing a treasure in this person. As they start to progress, as they start seeing themselves as you see them, as they start stepping up and delivering at the level with the consistency and the excellence with which you have groomed them to, what you will see in that person, what results, what performance they will produce will be far greater than if you are a taskmaster and you're just demanding from them. So it's going to cost you personally to draw a person close, to get to see you and to know you well enough to, to learn from you, to see your quirks, to see your weaknesses, to see you choose to overcome your challenges and step up to what you're required to do. And to say, I am with you as you train them. I am with you. As you watch them practice, I am with you. As you step away and allow them to take the risks to step into what you know when they own it and they take off, they're going to produce results that no ISC, no ears, or no mind can conceive. That is a price of leadership. It will cost you to invest in people. If you are going to 
see the results of your leadership. Because no matter how great you are as a leader, you will never do everything on your own. You are finite, not just because you will die, but you are finite daily in the energy, in the um, focus, in the the health that you have. You're limited. And so you need to choose well who you give access to, who you bring close, who you mentor, who you coach, who you walk alongside even at your own cost, so that they're able to thrive. And this then means you're not going to invest like that on everybody. You're not going to invest in everybody on your team. You're not going to invest in everybody in your family. You're not going to invest in everybody in your community. You're not. You're going to choose who to have relationship with, who has access to you, who you choose to invest in so that they can grow and that you can be honored and you can stay healthy in boundaries until they get to where they're going. One of the hardest things that I have had to go through as a purpose-driven leader is to understand that I am not for everyone. I am not called to everyone. I will not get along with everyone. It doesn't mean that, you know, I'm sassy in attitude. No, no, no. I, I just mean being as focused and wanting to stand on ethics and wanting to to number my days and, 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 and to make sure that my life each day is invested toward those people and those pursuits that are going to fulfill that vision I have. It means that I don't connect with everyone everywhere. I don't give access to me, to everyone everywhere. I don't um, put up with certain behaviors and, and, and certain attitudes, not because I'm against that person, but because I am safeguarding my heart and my mind so that they're in a place to invest in those people and relationships that are going to help those people who are meant to go where they're meant to go and that are going to also be those support systems and partners in what I am doing. And this is going to be painful for you. You're going to, one of the price, one of the elements of the price of leadership is you looking at the people you grew up with, looking at the people you started your career with, looking at the people you started your business with, looking at the people that have come along and possibly even helped you and saying, I am grateful for the role that you have played. I am grateful that this far we have come together. But where I'm going, you cannot come. It is painful. You will grieve like you have lost somebody, like they have died. But if you're going to be focused in where you need to go, if you're going to be focused in what you need to do, if you're going to be focused in who you need to relate with, if you're going to be focused in where your finances need to be invested, if you're going to be focused in the impact that you'd like to have, you're going to be focused in the relationships that you nurture, in the people that you draw closer. You're going to be focused. And for every yes you say, there is a no that you will have to say. When you know who you are, where you're going, 
when you know the principles and the and, and, and the preferences and the priorities in which which will serve where you're going and those people that you want to take there, you're going to be mindful. You're going to steward yourself and steward the environment that those that are under your leadership influence, you're going to steward what comes in, in that environment for yourself and for others so that you can get there sane, so that you can get there whole, so that you can get there impactful, prosperous, right? Peaceful. This is a price of leadership. Choosing relationships is going to be the price of leadership. Now, in a team context, of course, you, you're working with who you're working with, you know, unless for some reason you're no longer able to work with somebody and arrangements have to be made for that person uh, to go somewhere, to be, you know, in the organization or, or for you to, to part ways. But not everybody gets to be a person that you're going to trust, you know, you're going to delegate to and you're, and you're going to groom, let's say, as a successor or groom for certain roles and responsibilities. So that's going to be for you um, to discern. It doesn't mean just because you're going to be mindful of, of relationships that you're going to say yes to some and discard others. It just means it's going to be level of access and level of investment that you make in different relationships. There are going to be different categories of relationships. There are going to be those that um, you think are core and essential. There are going to be others that, you know, they're, they're auxiliary, they're support, but you don't see them as potential to take a greater complexity or get greater responsibility. And they're going to be others, in all honesty, really, maybe make up the numbers. And, and maybe there is a role for them to just make up the numbers because you simply need the number of people to do, you know, certain functions. But they're not necessarily those that you're looking uh, to grow and promote into certain into certain areas. It is for you to discern. But I want to say this: Do not feel bad. This is the price of leadership. This is the price of focused um, investment today, so that you can reap greater peace and prosperity, influence and impact tomorrow. If you're going to carry dead weight around, goodness, sorry, I said that. But if you're going to if, if you're going to carry uh, people that will not bring value, not just to you. It's not just about you, really. It's about what it is that you look to accomplish. You're going to put weight on everybody else that now has to deal with those people. People who are motivated, people who are invested, people who do take ownership, people who do have the character and the connection and the competence, they're going to be weighed down simply because you will not make an executive decision, simply because you will not make a leadership decision to choose who comes along and who you have to part ways with. And that is going to be on you. And that is going to be a price you as a leader will have to pay. You will have to pay the price to secure the environment and to protect those in that environment that need to thrive for them to get to where they need to go. Another area that I want to touch on is the fact that as a leader, this, this focus investment that you make today so that you can reap the returns in the future, it's not a thing you do when you show up at work. It's not a thing you do uh, when you when when you're home, right? Like when you're home and I'm a leader, and so you know I put on my parent, you know, face, or when I'm in community because I would be chosen as a person in the community, or you know when I get to work because I have a position of leadership. It is 24-7-365. When you sign up to leadership, being a purpose-driven, being a transformational leadership that wants to have impact, that wants to change lives, that wants to change economies even, that wants to change industries, 
that wants to change a certain, uh, maybe a, a demographic group. You're signing up to be exemplary all the time. You're never off the clock. You're never saying, I'm going to let my hair down. Today, I'll act unruly. Or today, whoever you are, wherever you are, that counts towards who you are as a leader. That then means, and I think at this point, people are going to be like, ah, oh, Modeste asking for too much. But it's the price of leadership. That means you're conscious all the time that what I say and do wherever I am is either, as, as James Clear says, it's either a vote for the person I want to become and the impact that I want to leave, the influence that I want to have, or it is against that person. Whatever you do all the time is either saying to yourself, and you listen to yourself more than you listen to anybody else, it's either saying to yourself, I am that person. I do have that vision. I have agreed to take on that, that mantle. I have agreed to stand on these values. Or it's saying, well, in public, I am that person. But in private, I'm going to be somebody else. By public or private, your leadership influence is still active. You're still being watched. It is what you do that people will take and know what you say. Lest it be that in public, there's a completely different Modesta that you guys meet. And then my kids are like, we, we don't know. Who? She does what? She says what? Doesn't do that out here with us. That is not who she is. 24-7, 365, you are who you say you are. You speak the words of the vision that you want to achieve. You conduct yourself in such a way that that leaves no doubt that these are your non-negotiable um, values and boundaries. 24, 365. You're not going to put on an act because that is who you are. You're not going to be putting on an act. You're just going to be intentional because I am intentional about, uh, about reaping peace and progress and prosperity and influence and impact because I want to be counted as a leader that made a difference in this organization, this industry, in this generation, in this nation, in this world, because I am conscious of that. I am going to be intentional about the way I conduct myself. I am not a leader of this department or of this organization. I am a leader because that is who I have chosen to be. I have chosen to be a person of positive influence. I have chosen to be a person that never leaves an environment worse off than I found it. I must always leave a context better than I found it. That starts with my husband, my kids, my family, right? And the public. And this brings me to this point. It is key as a leader for you to learn, one of the prices of leadership is learning how to respond to power and the public. You have power as a leader. We actually all have power. Sometimes we give away our power. Sometimes we undermine it. And so people undermine it as well. We teach people how to treat us. We teach people how to treat us, uh, how to perceive us, right? So, it is important as a leader to understand the power dynamics around you, the distribution of power, who has which power, who has access to which resources, to, to making which decisions. 
how do I respond to others and their power? How do I respond to the public? The price of leadership is choosing, for instance, to be the bigger person. The price of leadership is choosing to cover rather than expose just so that you can look like you're better than others. The price of leadership is choosing to be misunderstood, not to explain yourself because you're focused on a vision and you know that the results will speak for you. The price of leadership is choosing to be consistent on a, on a stance, even if it becomes unpopular, even if it seems antiquated, even if it seems like, oh my goodness, you're so old school, get on with the times. The price of leadership is choosing to look at power and to look at the public and to be unwavering in your values and unwavering in the vision and unwavering in the purpose for which you're here to fulfill and unwavering in your commitment to the people that have opened up their hearts and opened up their minds and opened up their wallets for crying out loud to give you access to influence them, to impact them. That is the price of leadership. And why did I put power in public together? Because we tend to want to be aligned with the powers that be. We tend to want to be in good favor with the powers that be. We want to be perceived well by the public because it has the ability to sway everyone else. But this is where you need to be anchored as a leader. This is the purpose for which I came to this earth. This is the picture of the vision I'm here to fulfill. This is the mission I am on. These are the people I am called to. This is how I must steward myself and them and the environment in which I relate with them to make sure they get there. And so if I don't, I don't seem popular at the time. And so if I don't um, seem to be the flavor of the month, I will do what is prudent, what is wise, right? To align where I need to align, but never to compromise. So that at the end of the day, I can say I stood with integrity. I have accomplished to the last detail what God put me on earth to do. I was who I was supposed to be to the people I was meant to impact, the people I was meant to influence. And and, and this, this reminds me of when, um, when Jesus asked his disciples, hey, well, who do people say that I am? You know, he's checking out his personal brand. Who do people say that I am? Like, oh, some people say Elijah, some people say John the Baptist, come back. Some people say, he goes, all right, but who do you say that I am? And they say, you, you are the Christ, the son of the living God, right? You're the Messiah. And he was pleased that they acknowledged him for who he was because they were the only people he really needed to focus on at the time. The price of leadership is knowing who you are called to and who you are not. The price of leadership is knowing who you're going to invest in and who you will not. The price of leadership is knowing who you're going to give access to you and who you will not 
even if they are family and friends that you grew up with and you know each other with, the people who you have worked with and people who gave you money and people who helped you. Regardless, the price of leadership is saying, I am grateful. I love you. I thank God you were part of my journey. But where I am going, because I am entrusted with this vision, because I am entrusted with these people, because I am entrusted with these results, where I am going, this cannot come with me. They cannot come with me. And even if power and the public are watching you and are putting pressure on you, you stand your ground. Of course, with wisdom and tact, you do not want to be removed before your time, but you stand your ground. Actually, I want to qualify what I said, even if it means that you're removed. You're going to do the right thing. I didn't I didn't want to mean that you you want to you want to stay popular. No, 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 no. You say and you do the right thing and you protect those that you are called to. Regardless of the power dynamics, regardless of the of the public opinion. But of course, it doesn't mean that you're going out, being confrontational and looking for fights and, and acting up. You're going to move with wisdom and tact, but you're not going to compromise because you have counted the cost in advance and you have chosen to pay it. You have counted the cost of focusing on what it is you're here to do so that you can succeed at it. We forget because we don't have clarity of vision. You are going somewhere as a leader. You want to make sure that you can stay the course until you actually complete this marathon. So if you must complete your race, then you come back to where you are right now and you say, then what is the price that I need to pay? Where do I need to be focused and unwavering in focused investment? so that I can get there. There are leaders who are not ready, for instance, to, to speak the truth about what needs to happen for the changes that need to be made for the vision to be accomplished. There are leaders that despise hard work because it is hard and it is uphill. But pray tell, what thing worthy of pursuit has ever come easily. The price of leadership is putting in the hard work, is saying yes to one thing and having very strong no's to others. The price of leadership is investing your money to improve yourself and in others and their, and their causes so that, so that, so that, Everything you do is a means to an end. Everything you do is so that you can see the returns in the future. We cannot reap what we have not first sown. The price of leadership is focusing on self-development, on developing others, in knowing how to engage with power and the public, in knowing what has served us before and may not necessarily serve our future, and making the daily decisions, the daily investments, so that you and those you're called to, in the context in which you exist, will succeed at what you have set out to accomplish. 
that is the price of leadership. And my question today, as we finish this episode is, where do you need to grow? Where as a leader, do you need to make focused investment today? Is it in self-leadership? Is it in the way you govern yourself? Is it in your character, your competence, your connection with others? Is it in your health, your finances, your relationships? Is it in your spirituality? Is it in your knowledge and your skills? Where do you need to make a focused investment? Is it in your boundaries? Are you saying yes when you really need to say no? Are you going to places when you should really be taking a nap? Are you spending money when you should really be investing it? Are you investing it in one thing when really that's not a priority right now for where you want to go? You should be investing in another. Where do you need to grow? And what is the focus investment you need to make today so that you can yield greater peace and prosperity, influence and impact tomorrow? Because the price of leadership is focus investment. The price of leadership is discipline. The price of leadership sometimes is making the unpopular decision, but the right decision that will safeguard you as a leader, those you have been called to, the environment in which you, you, you operate, and the vision which you have been entrusted with on this earth. That is the price of leadership, making the investment today so that you can see the returns tomorrow. This is the Modesta Mahiga 360 Leadership Podcast. I say this at the end of each of our episodes. I have the Global Executive Coaching Program. It's a nine-month program, a tailored program that is customized to your unique leadership growth goals. So wherever you need to increase your leadership effectiveness, whether it is in self-leadership, whether it's in leading others, whether it is in connection with people, whether it is in really being able to communicate and advance your cause in the sphere of influence you've been called to. And you think, I need a guide. I would enjoy, I would love to have a, a coach come alongside me to help me in my leadership growth and effectiveness. Then reach out to us on operations at modestamahiga.com and we will send you a brochure and have a back, to forth, uh, back and forth conversation with you um, on, on what that entails and, and how you can join the Global Executive Coaching Program. So until the next episode of the Modesta Mahiga 360 Leadership Podcast, I'm going to ask you, subscribe share this episode, share this podcast, and leave a review. And also topics that you want us to address, leadership topics that you want us to address. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye.